0: Advisors, The content on this podcast and any YouTube videos are for educational and entertainment purposes only. The views and opinions of advertisers, sponsors, and guests do not constitute those of WLRS Radio or constitute financial advice. We urge you to make the best financial decision that suits your needs. Conduct your own research and seek the advice of a licensed financial advisor when needed. Know that all investments involve some form of risk and there is no guarantee that you will be successful with your investments. There is no guarantee that you won't experience significant loss when investing. Now come take a ride with David, Dylan, and Austin into the wild west that is cryptocurrency and DeFi. Which like, you'll talk to a stock guy and they'll be like, that's the most ridiculous degenerate thing. And you'll be like, you don't even know where I've been.
1: Um, It looks like a third grader got into Blender and
0: made these NFTs. Out of the way now, if there's any CEOs you want to tell them to fuck off or anything.
1: Let me think. Uh, (laughs) This week, uh, no.
0: Oh, welcome back to the weekly DeFi show on WLRS Crypto (laughs) Radio. You got Dylan with his own joke. Uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) I haven't heard that yet. That's amazing. Wow.
0: The first time we're like... Put in the intro live in front of the Twitch. Um, but incredible. I'm I'm here once again with Dylan. Austin's awesome. out uh, this week dealing with some personal stuff. But we are joined this week by uh, Veloci from Grave Finance. Um, What's up? I have, I have a bone to pick with with the the Google or the dictionary. The when you're it in so word, not. you type in in word and you spell it wrong. Have you ever spelled necessary so wrongly that it doesn't know what you're trying to say? All the time. I can't spell necessary to save my life.
2: What did it think you were saying?
1: Anything but that. I don't know.
2: (laughs) It just won't even give
1: him like a, any kind of like thoughts. It'll just say, yep, that's wrong. Sorry. We don't know what you're saying, but it ain't right. Try again.
2: My phone auto corrected the word get to Griffin earlier. I was like, how did it get to Griffin?
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I got a new phone recently and the autocorrect was like brutal on it. It was it was just so bad. Like even words that were correct, it was like, No, you couldn't mean that possibly. And so I was sending all kinds of weird texts to my to my wife.
1: I just yeah, don't like, even use like autocorrect anymore because like I- i'd rather send a stupid typo than whatever autocorrect could come up with
0: yeah absolutely that's, that's bet for sure that's, that's my way of my way of life
2: see i hate getting a new phone because you can't cuss into it it always wants to correct everything <laughs> to duck
0: oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> how you feeling dylan you missed last week you were out I'm good. With, with the weakness. You don't sound great. You don't sound 100.
2: <laughs> oh, he's got the good stuff.
1: Shout out to Robitussin. Shout out to Mucus Relief from Equate. You can compare that to Mucinex Extended Release Tablets and uh, an antibiotic I dug
0: up. Oh, Jesus. Um, so we're rolling. You guys got your uh, your holiday lights up Christmas lights?
1: I do. Uh, I've, if mm-hmm. I can switch over to my phone, I'd go outside and show you, but I think that would be a risk not worth taking, because this is the smoothest we have ever had uh, a pre-show into the real show. It's usually 30 minutes of setup, so... I blame I don't Austin wanna, for that. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, I don't want to fuck this up. Yeah.
2: It's because he's, he's gone and I'm here. I mean, there's a correlation
0: there. <laughs> correlation for sure. <laughs> Gotta be. How you doing? Disco Chuck is in the chat. Um, love say, that motherfucker. He is a our resident super fan
1: man loves us
0: Given him no reason to like us but he loves us i know the content's not even good here i mean week. how much
2: did you guys pay him this you know uh, that's what i'm saying
0: we don't talk about that <laughs> <laughs> you need to see a warrant uh, before we get to those details
2: Yeah, find that back room deal
0: you ever tried to cook a, a half frozen steak?
2: I would anticipate it doesn't go very well.
0: Yeah, it doesn't. You can cook a full frozen one, I guess, um, and you can cook a full thawed one, but the fifty-fifty doesn't go that well. Yeah, because the the inside you got to get to like a buck ten before you know you're in the good spot, but then mm-hmm. all the edges go well over while that's getting up to 110 in the middle.
2: Are you doing it in the grill or like in a skillet?
0: The skillet, yeah. Yeah. The trick with uh, we got the back to the meat talk again but the trick with full frozen, I guess, is you, you just sear it and then you put it in the oven at like 275 to get it the rest of the way. See, I've never uh, I always just run
2: well, I'm a grill all fan. this I like to do a yeah.
1: grill. Yeah, I'm a grill guy too. Actually, a uh, cast iron uh since my smoker's still not working, I used a uh, cast iron the other night and made a steak and it was incredible. I was very impressed.
0: Who microwaves? Nice. Let's go says someone microwaves.
2: Microwave and a steak? I mean that's mm. that's a crime right there. I still ask
0: you Veed. You know, this is a crime. Those like thin steaks that you get at the grocery store—the really thin ones. Like you look at them wrong, and they're overcooked. You
2: know. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> Ain't nobody got time for that.
0: Nobody. No. Um, <clears throat> we got two show sponsors this week.
1: I see them down there. Look at that! You've wow. already got them. Look at that.
0: Well, we—I've already booked like the second one, but they've. Uh, we're finally rolling them out now. Um, so yeah, before we jump into the games and the in-depth conversation uh, regarding Grave Finance, let's talk about some sponsors. This week's content is brought to you by WarFi, uh, Build-A-Soldier NFT, and let it accumulate rewards back to 1BUSD with revenue from its P2E game ecosystem, or play the on-chain shooter game to earn tokens for each kill you earn. And uh, a different way to invest with them is to purchase WarBots. These are separate from the the Soldier NFTs. Uh, these earn and distribute rewards from trading bot investments. Uh, those are available in limited quantities, and whitelist prices can be earned by investing in other parts of the WarFi ecosystem. Uh, you can read more for yourself at warfi.games. Uh, this show is also brought to you by Vinium Finance. Take control of your money and become your own bank with Vinium Vinium is set to explode with an aggressive roadmap, making it a DeFi hub unlike any other similar lending and borrowing platforms by offering features such as NFT collateralized lending and borrowing, permissionless leverage yield farming, and a revenue generating services beyond simple lending interest and more. Unleash your capital at Vinium.finance. And throughout the show, you'll see those little things in the corner uh, with the websites as well. And Discord links for all sponsors are in the podcast show description. And if you would like to become a show sponsor, send us an email at wlrsradioinfo at gmail.com. And if you're an investor, be sure to bug your devs to become a show sponsor at the best CPM rates in crypto marketing. And I'm going to take a breath. You got it all
2: out? That's impressive.
0: Good lord. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like inhaling more, but not really letting like enough air out. That's the, that's the hard part. Get it out. Uh. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> My bubble water. You, are,
2: you, you earned that swig of water.
0: Uh, Disco Chuck says, thinks pork chops are the sheet. Do they not let you say shit in chat? You should be able to say shit. Get them from chat. the Asian markets
2: yeah but Man. saying it's the sheet that's a lot cooler though i would think
0: yeah
1: if anybody other than uh david said it, it's like she 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 like that's like
0: that's like s h e e e e e i t then i'd say yeah like the guy from uh, the Wire, the uh mayor of baltimore that's how he all she i love that guy Oh, shout out to a real one, uh Zelensky, person of the year. How about that? The the Ukrainian guy, the prime minister, president.
2: Oh, he got person of the year. Mhm.
0: I'll keep my mouth shut.
1: You don't like him? I just I know. I okay. don't. But he's person I, of the year,
0: so <laughs> I feel like
1: he uh I I, I don't know. I I just you're no.
0: communist?
2: Is it
0: co- still in a communist Has <laughs> <be at> all. <laughs> No, that's that is far from the truth. You don't. If, pay if, taxes. if you don't like
2: Zelensky, you're a communist, apparently. Yeah, yeah.
0: it's a
2: uh,
1: big
0: jump. It's a big jump. Quite Isn't the it? leap there. Yeah, someone like you would say it's a big jump. Uh, so our first game tonight, the ever popular real coin or fake coin, and I have in front of me a list that you cannot see. Uh, of five different coins. And Dylan and Veloce, uh, and if I'm saying that wrong, just
2: tell me now.
0: Uh, Is it Veloce um, yeah.
1: or say? Or
2: but Veloce, technically. Veloce? And, yeah, it's actually Italian for fast. I'm not Italian, but it just happened to be my World of Warcraft character from years ago. So that's where it came from.
0: All right, Veloce. <laughs> Oh, excuse me. The bubble water is coming back. I don't know why I do it, but I got to have the bubble water. It can't be regular. Um, so, yeah, the, I have spicy five- water. Yeah. No flavors, just spice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to name one coin at a time. And your job is to tell me if it's a real coin that you can go and buy. Or if I made it up and it's totally fake. And I'll just get my score thing ready. Dylan, the first coin. uh, Fable of the Sheba. Real. Going real. What are you thinking? Uh, Speed. Fast. Veloce.
2: I'm going fake. It's got to be fake.
0: It's a real one. Yeah, Anytime anytime that Sheba
1: sneaks in there. Uh, The more
2: ridiculous it sounds, the more likely it's going to be real.
1: Yes. And Dave's got an amazing imagination. Uh, Meta Dance. I don't like that one. Fake. Going fake.
2: I think fake as well.
0: That's a real one. Should be a point for me. That's how I should score points. Yeah, there you go.
2: Yeah, if you stump us both, that's definitely a point for the host. A lot of points.
0: Uh, Iron Maiden fan token.
1: The last one was uh, real. Go either or way. Fake. Yeah. What, what was the last one?
0: The last one was Meta Dance, and I'm not going to tell you if it was real. Or Fuck. Fake. I'm going to say this one's fake. Real. That's a fake one. I made it up. I'm the biggest number one Iron Maiden super fan, and I didn't make a token. So. Are you really? Yeah. yeah. You're a big Iron Maiden guy. I'm. I'm big on Bruce Dickinson. Love. The wow. Name. Yeah. You wouldn't tell you wouldn't be able to tell from my haircut or my attire. I'm
2: make I'm making that token tonight. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's
0: do it. That's a good uh, idea, actually. Getting a little Christmas spirit here, immaculate yield. Hmm. That's real. Fake. It's a fake one. We're heading ah, into Finally, last, a point for me. We're heading into the last token, uh, and it's two for Dylan and one for Veloce, so it can either tie or Dylan can win. Dylan, have you won all of these? Uh, no, I missed one. This one. Wait, are you?
1: Yeah, like, no, I've, yeah. I've won every week I've played. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, this one, uh, Harry Potter, Obama, Sonic, Ten, Inu. Real.
2: <laughs> it's that's got to be real.
0: Real, and I'm gonna buy it right now. Wow. <laughs> it, it is real, and it's an okay. old one. It's from, like, a year ago it was it was coming out. What's it called? Excuse me. Harry Potter, I re- Obama, Sonic 10, Inu.
2: I remember the Sonic Obama backpack. I remember like, that one, too. Yeah, coming up on meme pages a while ago, so that makes sense.
0: Uh, Disco, what was your score there? I didn't keep track for you. It's got. I know. He was, I saw him in chat, though. Here he is. Where's the liquidity at? I'm sure it doesn't have
1: much in liquidity.
2: It's got oh, about it 350 in liquidity.
1: I was going <laughs> to say. Stop hating on Harry Potter, Obama, Sonic
0: 10 Eno. Oh, all right. Uh, we are going to be hopping into the next game here, which is. Guess the price. And I think Twitch is set to roll some ads in the next minute and a half. So unless you're a sub, I think you're going to get some ads. But you probably come out on the other side of this Bitcoin guessing game. Uh, so basically, this is just prices, Right. You have to guess the price of what Bitcoin will be next week. Um, I think we're going to do try and do a show Monday, maybe. So I guess, guess the price of what Bitcoin's going to be around Monday. And I'll run over the previous score here. And all the guests uh, team up uh, because obviously they don't play every week. Right now, Bitcoin's at 16,856. 16,856.
1: I'm going to say Bitcoin will be... Hold on, 15.
0: Dylan. Slow your roll. Eager beaver there. Yeah. I had you the
1: might, I, I had the number in my head. I was ready to go.
0: You already had it mathed out. No, but uh Owen was right. You gotta make sure that it's fair that and that the person who was closest goes last uh and vice versa. And I have to figure out who got I got the points. I said sixteen five oh one and it's sixteen eight fifty six. Dylan, I did the one dollar thing on you.
1: You did me uh, dirty. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, So that means I will go first, and then the guests... uh, No, then you, then the guests, and then uh, we have to guess for Austin. Uh, So I'm going to say... What am I going to say? I don't have a plan for this. I'm going to go 17,200. I won't go until I'm told, so...
2: I'm thinking. I... Is it my turn or is it Dylan's? It's
0: Dylan's turn. Can I yeah, go now? You Am can I, go. May I? May I go? <laughs> yeah, you can go. Thank you, Dave. All you.
2: Fifteen nine hundred. Uh,
0: fifteen nine, Bob.
2: I'm bearish. Let's go fifteen
0: three. 15, three. Damn. you want Austin the Perm Bear to go a dollar? What do you think? I mean, yeah. We're not here, so we can say anything.
2: Yeah, $1, Bob. <laughs> um,
0: the guest won one week because we put, Austin was out again, and we put a dollar for him, and then the guest said $2, and they they ended up winning. Um, But it's with that, strategy. yeah, Disco, did it work? Did the ads not show up? I guess it worked. I guess he can still hear us, maybe. Uh, Grave Finance. So, why don't you introduce everybody to Grave Finance? We have a a diverse group of listeners who might not be aware of of all that is Grave Finance.
2: Well, uh, my name is Veloce, and like I said earlier, that is Italian for fast. but I'm not Italian, it's just the name of my World of Warcraft character I picked years ago, and it just stuck. Um, So Grave Finance is a Tomb Fork that I entered uh, around the Tomb Fork hype era, you know, early 2022, around February or so. Um, Basically, was one of the more active people in the community. I was chatting quite a bit, uh, just talking about the project, helping people out, uh, ended up being promoted to a mod. And right around that time is when the founders, the devs, whoever you want to call them, kind of started checking out. And eventually they ghosted and by chance they ended up coming back around and they said, you know what, we tried our best. Just can't do it anymore. We're going to hand it over to the community. Does anyone want to step up and take it over? So myself and two others said, yeah, we'll take it. Uh, The two other people being Daniel, who is my partner with me in Gray finance, and another guy. Long story short, that guy is no longer around, not with the project. And there's actually some interesting drama there that actually LHB, Helped sort out in March. Um, was it the same guy that
0: was working on Snowy Owl, or was it a different different guy?
2: Uh, are you talking about the dev or? <clears throat> yeah. No, it was it was a different dev altogether. Uh, but LHB it just happened to be you know in the Grave Discord, um, just kind of viewing what was going on, and he realized that this uh, other guy was not really on the up and up. That was trying to take over the project with me so lhb actually did an impromptu ama in the great finance discord we all got on and talked and basically had a community vote and i got most of the votes and decided all right well let's take it over let's make something happen here um
0: long story short
2: yeah it was it was pretty difficult you know and I was in, you know, LHB was kind of in the same situation in Snowy Owl where, you know, the dev kind of stepped away, disappeared, and he said, hey, I'll take it over. And, you know, that process of getting back in touch with the dev or the owner and trying to get them hand over stuff, it's just, it's painfully difficult.
0: Yeah, I think it would be painfully difficult in the real world. And then, not that this isn't the real world, but when you, like, put that layer of, like, anonymity Mm -hmm. got that first try uh it becomes a real real challenge
2: yeah absolutely and after many many dms and just you know begging the dev over and over he finally gave everything up got the contracts transferred over got the website and everything and you know we're rolling Uh, we ended up pegging a couple of times after that and uh had some success with that but as with any, you know, traditional tomb fork, you know, uh, if you're just a tomb fork, there's only so much gas in the tank for that project before, you know, people move on, it goes below peg and there's nothing else, nothing else to do with it. So um, we ended up being invited into another project uh, in their gentle allocations in uh, gladiator finance. Uh, oh, yeah. Along with, and I believe Frozen Warless was in there as well. Yep. Uh, yep. Grape and a couple others. Yeah, Magic. Magic was in <clears throat> there. So they got, got introduced. Got introduced to those guys and was looking at that project. They had, they had a really cool um, game. I guess you could call it uh, called the KOC, the uh, King of the Catacombs. And it's basically a Last Man Standing fort, which I really liked. The community really enjoyed it. Basically, there's a pot, uh, a contract with a you know a pot size in it with whatever token, and you buy a ticket which is one percent of the pot. And if no one else buys it, you get the whole pot. You know, if someone else buys it, they're now the champion, and the timer goes again. So eventually, someone's going to win the pot. You can hundred x you know whatever your ticket is if you if you just buy one ticket. Well, yeah, it's
0: kind of like kind of like one of those auction things. You ever seen that you have to buy like bids. So like to put a yeah, it's kind like after- it's kind of like
2: penny auctions. Yeah, when, when I was describing it to someone, they said it, it sounded a lot like penny auctions, which which is a pretty good analogy. But uh, there was a few flaws with that with that process that I didn't like. Uh, basically, once someone actually won the pot, that contract was done. <laughs> you know they they actually had to outsource out to a new dev and say we need another contract again. So that part was just not very good. And I was like, there's got to be a way to automate this to where once the winner claims, you could just either reload the money back and get it started again. So.
0: Right. Yeah.
2: um, Fast forward a little bit of time to about maybe two months ago, I decided, you know, being a tomb fork that I kind of inherited and there's no money in the treasury you know, because the previous team took all of that, there, there's not much left. And I thought, I'm interested in learning some solidity. You know, I have a little bit of programming background from years ago. Um, let's, let's figure this out. So played around with that, watched a lot of YouTube videos, reached out to a couple of people. Made some fake tokens on, you know, Avalanche Fuji Network, which is like the test net for Avalanche. And it was like, just kept getting... Better and better at it, trying new things. Like, what if I could do this? What if I could do that? Just trying to basically break it and play around with it. And finally got the uh, KOC contract and thought, all right, let's see if I can add the things I want into this. So I ended up being able to add what I call a decay timer, where let's say, for example, uh, the round time is six hours. All right, someone buys it in six hours, they win the pot. Second person buys it. I put a three-minute decay on there so the second person buys it the timer is now five hours 57 minutes so there's incentive there to kind of buy and get the timer down where eventually someone's gonna win so I set it to where each time someone buys a ticket the timer resets minus three minutes so on and so forth and it will never ever get below six minutes so if it's popular enough there gets to a point where the timer is getting so low that everyone's, every time someone buys, it's reset to six minutes, and you're kind of in a shootout at that moment. More tickets equals more tokens burnt equals bigger pot. Everybody wins.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like old-school eBay sniping. I don't know if you ever ever did yeah. that before they did mm-hmm. the, the pre-bid where you could like, bid up to a certain amount.
2: Yeah, it's like eBay, except, you know, Basically, there you know every time you bid, the timer kind of goes up a little bit, but not as much each time. So it was, i thought it was a cool mechanic to add. So yeah, I like that, I, that... I
0: had—I had actually done some of the KOC pools on on Gladiator, um, and then I had, I went back to check on some of them, and like they a lot of them were like empty or like dead. Yeah, so I don't know if he just wasn't restarting them or it was just too much of a hassle.
2: If if you ask me, cuz like when when the KOC contracts came out and he said, "Okay, every time we have to start a new one, we have to do a new contract." I personally felt like whatever dev they were outsourcing with at the time probably did that on purpose to get more dev fees. So cuz I mean, there's was, there was no reason that you had to you know restart uh, do a new contract each time. Cause I was able to program into mine, you know, it basically clears all the flags and starts over again. And it's been working pretty well with that. But, um, and then the second thing I added to in, um, in the tournament, the LMS tournaments I did was uh, what I call a rollover pot. So one of the other problems with the KOCs, if you won, well, someone had to reload the pot, typically the protocol, you know, if, like for, if like, for example, if it's a grave tournament, they win. Well, I've got to come up with more grave to put into it, which is fine. You know, if you if you have a ton of grave to burn or if you have you know a ton of grave in the treasure you want to get rid of at some point, it's going to run out. So I came up with the rollover idea where instead of the winner getting the entire pot, you know, they get up to a certain percentage. So let's say 80 percent. Pots, 100 tokens. Winner gets eighty. The twenty remains for the pot to start immediately. So you're basically decentralizing it at that point, to where the pot could technically go forever if there's enough ticket purchases. And plus two with the with the with the ticket setup, you can play around with the variables. You know, if it's a peg token, obviously you would want some portion of that to be burnt. Let's say it's uh, twenty percent burnt, eighty percent added to the pot. So if there's enough ticket purchases, you could theoretically, even though the pot is restarting with 20% of the of whatever the final pot is, it could technically loop forever if there's enough ticket purchases, if the math adds out. So, I mean, I've, with mine, I could play around with it to the fact, you know, if it's not as popular in the beginning, you know, I could set that rollover percentage to a lower. That way, when the pot resets, it's stays at pretty decent size, but once it gets more popular, I can get it closer to a hundred percent.
0: Wow. It sounds like you like built a lot more stuff than what the, the original person was doing for sure.
2: Yeah. um... A
0: lot more. (laughs) Like a lot. (laughs) Like that's like, I think there's in the space, there's so much like competition to be the first one out there offering some kind of unique thing or service that, Mm -hmm. Not everybody goes through fully ideating out like what the potential issues or improvements would be. You know, oh, before, yeah, hundred percent, yeah.
2: And and even with the KOC, I mean, that's not the first, the the very first one to do it is. Um, last, it's called Last Man Standing, and it was it was on a game called the uh, Wolf Food Game. I don't know if anybody was in that. That was kind of an older, Mm-mm. like it's older P two game. game cheap game. Yeah. own Kind of. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's, it's the concept has been around a long time, but, um, like I said, I don't think anyone, cause I was like, I, I love the game, but I was like, man, when the pot ends, like the whole process of waiting, reloading the pot and getting the new contracts ready. It's kind of killed the momentum. I was like, there's, there's gotta be a better way for this. And yeah, um,
0: there's so many impatient people out there. They're not going to want to wait. Even a week, you know? No. If if you just re-roll the ones on Friday, like, they want it right now.
2: Yep, exactly. And uh, the other thing that I implemented was, um, uh, because we have two tournaments going currently. So uh, in Grave Finance, we actually have two two layers. Uh, There's Grave Finance and Zombie Finance. So currently we have a tournament for... Zombie Finance and an AVAX, an Avalanche tournament. And I thought of a cool idea to where a portion of the Avalanche ticket, so, you know, you're paying Avalanche to compete for more Avalanche, a portion of that ticket goes to the zombie tournament. So in addition to winning a potential pile of zombie, you're getting some basically revenue sharing from the AVAX ticket purchases. So whoever wins the zombie pot gets however much AVAX is in the zombie pot as well. It kind of gives an incentive. Yeah, it kind of gives an incentive to not only participate in the AVAX pot, but even if even if somebody's not really that interested in Grave or Zombie or whatever token, everyone wants Avalanche. Everyone wants USDC. Right. So, so my plan is if someone wants to just play Avalanche, well they're still benefiting zombie and we're going to be releasing a usdc pot soon to where a portion of that is going to go to the grave tournament so
0: yeah i know like yeah like disco chuck says here in chat like the bots were a big issue too with some of those games like have you done stuff to sort of mitigate like bots or
2: we haven't done anything on my side in terms of bots um it's it's fairly fresh and new um You know, I haven't. We haven't seen any kind of buy activity on it yet. Uh, I am toying around with the idea of if you're participating in some of the tournaments, you get a token back. So, like for example, um, I've been playing around with the idea of an infect token, to where if you buy a ticket in a tournament, you get that many infect tokens back. Well, the infect token is not worth anything, but it could be used as a entry ticket into other tournaments so you like have to have that it exactly you have to have it in your wallet to participate in you know some of the more premium tournaments whereas a bot is far less likely to have that in their wallet it's not a token you can purchase
0: right or someone would have to so, go in and, and reset it up to
2: yeah and i, I just think you know a bot is going to be far less likely to Try to work around the system. I mean, it, it's possible, but you know, yeah, I can always think of different ways to make it's
0: gonna it go for the the low hanging. More fruit. difficult, I,
2: exactly. Yeah. So, but that's where we're kind of at with uh, Grave and Zombie Finance currently. Um, one of the things I would really, really like to do is uh, because a lot of the problems with some you know older tomb forks like two ohm and three ohm and you know even with snowy owl and uh um, i think it was frozen fox was their their layer two
0: yeah arctic fox yeah
2: yeah arctic fox that was it um i didn't know this then but i know now that 99 percent of the time when you're in a tomb fork and they're like hey we're launching a layer two 95 percent of the time you should just run <laughs> <laughs> i mean to be to be perfectly honest that means they're like oh We need to do a gen pool, too, to get some more money out of people, basically, is is how that goes 99% of the time. And I realized that very quickly when I started uh, taking over the Grave stuff, is when we got Grave and Zombie, Grave had emissions for 180 days, so six months. When Zombie came out, it was only going for 60 days. I think arctic fox was kind of in a similar situation where it's like 60 days 60 and 30 yeah 60 days and boom share <laughs> sun, is, it's par- parabolic and in the dirt so what we ended up doing is uh another thing that i think is pretty unique to the tomb fork scene is and in most situations i i even you know Toyed around with this idea with you, Dave. You know, when we, when I had you uh, do the logo for a a different project, is we were like, well, admissions are done. The only thing we can do is start another project. Yeah. And that's when I came up with the idea of werewolf finance. This was around July, August. And I thought something just didn't sit right with me. I felt like this is not the right thing to do. And I thought there's got to be a way to save this. So what I ended up doing is I redid. The the first thing I did with Solidity even before the uh, Last Man Standing fork was I reforked our share reward contracts. So what I did was I negotiated a deal with uh, the two biggest whales in the projects between Grave and Zombie and extracted as many shares from them uh, through an OTC deal uh, with G share for the Grave token and Z share for Zombie and I got eighteen thousand. Uh, G-share and 18,000 Z-share and redeployed it into new shareable contracts that emit over two years. So our share emissions actually go until August 2024 now, because August is when we started that that two-year emissions. Nice. So because the, one of the reasons I didn't want to go through with just relaunching with Werewolf is I, I didn't have any ideas at the time of that would differentiate us from all the other forks. You know, right. the only thing was, I could do that it, it was just so saturated. Forks. There you were so have, many forks. Yeah. I mean, you could have I set mean, the table could,
0: for the last supper. <laughs> and then,
2: yeah. And I was like, if, if I, if I launch a vanilla tomb fork in this economy, it's just not going to go anywhere. And that's, that's a disservice to my community. That's a disservice to anyone that's been with me for the past few months. So, I thought the best thing I could do is at least try to let's reset the timer here. Well, let's go back to the beginning and fix these two mistakes of having 180 days and 60 day emissions. Let's just, let's reboot this. So with two years, that gives me some time to really think about some strategies here about what's going to be long-term instead of short-term. So, um, yeah, you know, the price the price is pretty low right now, but you know, I I'm not bothered by it. You know, I've got plenty of time to keep building and I've got plenty of time to keep innovating and keep, you know, getting some partners on board and trying some new things cuz you know, we're here to stay.
0: Yeah, and then price-wise there's not too much stuff really uh taken off price-wise at the moment, so Right. No. It's oh, not let's... like you're missing the boat on anything.
2: No, and two, we're you know we're pegged to we're pegged to Avax uh point uh, Avax, um, but in a bear market, you know as as low as Avax is right now, you know, I know we're all Avax maxis here, you know, it's it's going to go back up. Love some Avax. We're, yeah, we're I mean good. it was it was a, I saw an interesting stat the other day. It said you know. The top of AVAX was, you know, the $140, $150 mark. There are three times as many transactions now on AVAX right now than there was last year at the top of the price. Yeah,
0: and I mean, that's that part with, alone... With Time Wonderland, all those transactions.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, that's that alone to me is, you know, is it going to go 150 Who knows, but... It definitely ain't staying in the teens forever. So, being exposed, being having a pegged like that to a volatile asset is a is a good thing in, at this point, you know. Uh
1: <clears throat> we're all going to be rewarded. Um, oh, we have to, yeah, uh, you know, we have like, to <laughs> these bear marks. We we have to. We all put too much fucking effort into it, man. Like you're building, you know, the the people that are still here building. Yeah. How many opportunities have you had to just take everybody's money and say, fuck it?
2: I mean, yeah. I mean, there's there's been several times when, you know, it's you, you feel like it's a ghost town, but it's like, all right, well, this gives me more time to, you know, put my head down and, you know, figure some things out and, you know, learn solidity and. and make, right. Oh, and, you know, I learned how to, to do the website as well. I was like, you know, our web guy was kind of doing it, you know um for free in the beginning i did give him some share tokens and stuff i was like you know what we're broke we don't have we don't have a treasury so he's like you know if you're invested in this you know your best thing is if you, if you can help me out here is a better website is you know going to help your share tokens it's going to help your peg tokens so but you know eventually he said you know i'm going to have to be paid so i was like you know what i'll figure this out <laughs> you
0: hit him you hit him with the classic exposure uh <laughs> the exposure bag. Yeah, I can
2: I can pay you an exposure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know, I the even the the tournament stuff on the web page, you know, it's I I figured out how to, you know, get it on the web page, how to get a web page to call a smart tra- contract and your return of variables and, you know. It was a bitch, but, you know, I I saw it through.
1: So, are you like self-teaching yourself? solidity like youtube guides and shit
2: yeah solidity so uh 95% of my solidity percent of the solidity i've been doing is through youtube um i started out with remix uh, you know just the web browser uh, right but i've actually been doing a few things on you know locally with like hard hat and ganache where you can actually um build a basically a private local blockchain to test things on instead of have it like deploy things to the test net and stuff so
0: what uh, a what a freaking world we live in nowadays where you can go learn a new skill on the internet like on YouTube with videos yeah like, it's and, and i
2: I had some serious imposter <clears throat> syndrome in the beginning I was like when, especially when I did that share reward contract at the beginning I was like yeah that's some, some there's no shit. way yeah I was like I just made a thing that's going to pay people over the next two years. Crazy. But you did it. But you did it. Yeah. You know? push through. I figured it out. Yeah. I, I think it took I was... me... I think it took me, like, I was really struggling with how to get the buy button to work on the tournament, on the website, where, it, you know, you click buy, it and it actually does a transaction through <laughs> MetaMask. I think I spent, like, six hours just on that one button, just to get it to actually come up and call the smart contract correctly but there's definitely some cheering when i figured it out
0: yeah i remember i was trying to learn html and css in like uh, freshman year of college maybe even before that a little bit but like i got some books on it and it was like just nothing made sense or javascript javascript too was mm-hmm. was a bit nuts for me. It was like, this is an instance and this is a variable. And I'm like, yeah, but what is that? And they're like, it's a variable. It could be anything. I'm like, yeah, but how do I use it? It's like, it's a variable. Like, explain it. <laughs> Please. Yeah, it's
2: it's so hard to, unless you see an example of it and that and you yeah, know, like I, a I real looked at world. So I looked at so many contracts and, and that's the beauty of, you know, the, the blockchain is, you know, all this stuff is public. You know, the verified contracts and everything and you can just pull it in to remix you know switch your metamask to the test net and get a bunch of free to- uh, tokens for gas and you know, you can play around right you don't know, tell the I, irs
0: I, that <laughs> out there
2: yeah i mean i i definitely deployed uh 35 40 smart contracts before the first one i actually put on the live blockchain so
0: yeah, that sounds appropriate. Yep. So uh um, all you spent
2: was time and you learned a lot of stuff, so it all worked out.
0: What's coming down the road like long term for Grave? Anything in the in the in the oven?
2: Nothing in the oven uh currently. Um I'm labbing out a few things right now, I'm trying to do the math to see if some stuff is gonna work, but uh, my long term vision is no one has ever figured out how to get two tomb forks, like layer twos, like, you know, like a snowy owl, uh, Arctic fox. Every time that's happened, they've never been able to actually integrate the two in a, you know, symbiotic way. Right. Every time a a new fork comes out, the other one, the new one does well, and the old one fails and they just, you know, They both end up failing. So I'm trying to figure out a way to where there's a reason to have a grave and a zombie finance. So my long-term goal is to integrate some sort of either just a Web3 game or an NFT-based game to where, because, you know, grave and zombie work really well together in terms of a theme. And I really liked the, because I played World of Warcraft a lot, but. I really enjoyed the uh, games that came out on the Warlords of Draenor expansion, to where you actually built a base in World of Warcraft, and you actually had some people in your base, and they actually had jobs to do. So they would do fetch quests, uh, they would go battle and stuff like that. So you would send them on these quests, and depending on how difficult the quest it is, is how many hours later you needed to check back on it. So, for example. Uh, let's say with Grave, you have these Grave spawners, for example, that are going to do certain things. And after several many hours, they've now spawned X amount of zombies. And you need Grave tokens to, you know, build your graves, and then you need Zombie tokens to get your zombies spawned. So uh, I think a game around that kind of thing will be really cool. That no, would actually give some. St- some sense to why, why do you have two different forks? Well, you need grave to have zombie and you need zombie to have grave. There, there's a reason that they both exist and intertwine with each other. Unity is yeah. the way to go. Cause you always like, that's true. I like, like unity. With, I've looked at it. Yeah. Yeah. With, with, that's with the way uh, to
0: build it. Like jumping back to like with Arctic and, and snowy and, and I'm sure you ran into this with grave and zombie and, we even i think we had some of this with narwhal and walrus uh you, your community gets sort of split on which peg to defend yeah you know? so you have people end up like selling their walrus to buy narwhal and it's like no no no, no. and they're like no, no no just just buy this you know and everyone's like arguing in
2: the community yeah. and, you, and uh, you hate that dreaded question because you know when i when i first took over it was a lot like so are we buying zombie or are we buying grave and i'm like I can't answer that. <laughs> right. Both. The, both. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, um, you know, and I, I, toyed around with the idea, especially in the beginning, you know, like, why don't we just focus on one, just close the other, tell people, sorry, you lost. But I was like, eh, I don't know because there, there's yeah, gotta be a, a way, good way to, to lose.
0: Good way to lose half the people. Eventually. Yeah. I was
2: like, I, I don't want to say like, oh, you flipped the wrong coin. Um, you're you know, you're screwed, but I was like, it, that's just something nobody's figured out yet. I was like, we, we gotta do some unique things, because you know, there's, what, 300-something Tomb Forks out there, and, you know, if you go to, like, What the Fork, you know, the little uh, Tomb Fork aggregator, it's like 75% of them say, dead, scam, rug, and it's like we gotta figure out something unique to get us towards the top of the list, you know, and be up there with, you know, your frozen walruses, your, your grape finances, your magic finances, you know, you know. Yeah. So this the is crazy. Top, forks.
0: I'm on what the fork right now. And if I was, if I was quick with the computer, I'd put it up on the, on the stream, but I'm much too slow. Uh, and I should have had a browser going previously, but um, yeah. So there's 153 forks up that are either existing or dead. But when you uncheck the hide rugs button, it goes up to almost 500.
2: Wow. So that means
0: there was more, there was like 300 rugs or 350. No. Yeah. 350, 347.
2: And so if you did, if you did it blind, I'm going into this tomb fork, It was more than 50% chance you were rugged. That's yeah. That's criminal.
1: It is criminal, but unfortunately, there's just no. There's,
2: there's, nothing, no backlash.
1: there's nothing. Yeah, it's yeah, just oh, nothing. we got rugged. That sucks. You
2: wouldn't. You wouldn't believe the DMs I would get when I first got into rug, and I mean, you could tell people were going to rug immediately. Like if a project would DM me and be like, "Hey, do you want to collaborate?" I'm like, "Yeah, all right." Well, tell me what's. Uh, tell me what you're all about, and they're like, "Oh, I'm just another fork. I'm like okay, well, what can you offer us? And I'll be like, they would say something like, "Well, we're going to make an announcement in our Discord to join your Discord, and you're going to make an announcement in your Discord to join mine." I'm like, mm-hmm. "You're going to run mm-hmm. like hundred percent
0: yeah. in grape." Oh, when we were when I was in grape finance, I'm still in grape finance, but uh, we had a Tomb tombport come to us that pegged to grape. Uh, oh wow! So they, pegging they to a like, peg yeah they pegged to our peg token and i think that they rugged but they like did a lot of stuff and like they got some of our people uh <coughs> so that was that was a pain in the ass and then yeah and i was sucks. like i was like I'll oh, i'll check it out I'll, I'll lurk in there you know and what he did was he he had put me gave me like a special discord role you know so people recognize me right and then I was like, this is a bad idea. So I left and then like a week after that they rugged. It was it was crazy town.
2: Yep. It's it's unfortunate, but it, it it's so obvious so quick, you know, when they're talking like, oh, what can you offer us? Oh, we'll just tell people to join your Discord. Like, oh well. Enjoy your rug. I can tell <laughs> not, people to It's not, not the telling podcast. my community to go to this.
1: <laughs> That's how Absolutely. uh Lame Hillbilly, he he had an extensive vetting process. If we partnered with anybody, if we talked, with, there was a conversation, an interview. I mean, he wasn't going to advertise anybody's Discord that he hadn't personally spoke with. And if you weren't willing to like come on video chat with him or at least tell him your name, he wasn't going to talk to you about it. So we were really Smart. picky. Yeah, we were really picky when uh, we first launched because, I mean, everybody saw Walrus and wanted to be involved and partner. So it was just a lot. But I mean, on the flip side of that, there's you can be less trusting when there's no partnership involved. You can make partnerships with friend protocols if there's no like, oh, we're going to give you 100 Walrus to join here, you know. You can just say, yeah. hey, this is a buddy's uh, Discord. We haven't done any research. Uh, we're helping them out. Here you go.
0: Yep.
2: Yeah. And mm-hmm. that, that actually reminds me because um, Grave was actually the reason I got into it was uh, I was in a time wonderland fort called Midas on Avalanche. Oh, and yeah, they Midas pivoted Dow, right now. Midas Dow. So they pivoted away from the. A rebase model and did nodes well this is my opinion but around the time they made the nodes they said hey we're partnering with grave finance it's a buddy of ours he's all doxed everything's on the up and up so i joined grave you know and did that and then what we realized is one of the genpools options was thrown which was the token for midas Dow. and at the time, everyone had their thrones locked up in nodes. Well, there you could take them out of your nodes, but there was a large penalty. So in my opinion, I think they got somebody to make grave to convince people to do the withdrawal penalty so they could gen farm and grave. But you know That's I think I think the timing Yeah, I think I think the timing there was definitely led to that. But And it sucks because Midas was a really big protocol and kind of after that whole thing happened and the team left grave, like, you know, Midas kind of basically said, oh, well, grave didn't work out. We're not helping them out anymore. So that sucks. But, you know, I think at the time I thought like, oh, no, grave is is dead if we don't have Midas because they're the big players. But I realized that we were way better off without them, so.
0: Right. Yeah, they were season hopping. It sounds like because that, oh, was, uh, that was the season immediately after. Oh, worse the, than that, you know after
2: after the nodes, you know they completely rebranded rebranded to something called Blitz and redid that, and then that wasn't going well either. So they're like, "What's the newest thing? Let's do a minor." So they did a B and B minor. And I was like, oh "My God!" Like, That's some endgame bullshit right there. Yeah, and I, they ended I up have turned, turning that off, and now they're doing something else, and it's it's a mess. So yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, the minor thing lasts about. I mean, I did try a minor once, but I realized very quickly uh, this is definitely a Ponzi, right? Yeah. 100%. Like
0: like the definition. Like you open up the dictionary, you get your Webster's out, and you look up Ponzi, and it's like Maddox Staker, (laughs) AVAX Staker. Uh, It was
2: gross, is what it was. I remember a
0: buddy I was working with at the time. He told me, he's like, you got to get into Maddox Staker. And I had nothing on Polygon at the time. Um, He's like, I'm getting like, you know, 25% a day. It's way better than Tomb Forks. I'm like, I don't know about that. I don't know. Tomb forks have their own problems, but twenty five percent a day coming out of nowhere.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and it's all based on oh, Who, get how other many people, people come there. after you. Yeah, it, especially if there's a thing that has like ref fees and stuff. I'm always a little, right. little referral sketch.
1: fees are right. no bueno. no do not follow referral fees. This is not financial advice, but do not follow referral fees. Those people yep. are in going to be in a world of hurt when the sec catches wise.
0: We'll talk and to sec true. a little bit later. Um, and you non Twitch subs will have ads. People on the podcast listening late will not have ads. Um, but we can hop into, uh, a weekly update unless, uh, Veloci, do you have anything below? I forgot already. Uh, is there anything else okay. on Grave you wanted to touch on before we uh, go to the next? No, phase? I think that
2: I think that covers you know uh, where we're at currently. Like I said, we're going strong with the the tournaments, the Last Man Standing Forks. Uh, we're going to have some new ones out soon for USDC and Grave, and uh, once those are up and running, um, my next thing is to do a world tour and see if anyone wants to host their project on on our site get them some a, going.
0: is that grave-finance right
2: yeah it's Grave grave-finance right now um, it's only on the zombie side so zombie-finance.com uh, but eventually also my plan is to collapse both protocols into one website that way you can interact with both in one spot because who wants to deal with two websites not me <laughs>
0: nobody Nobody, Nobody got time it. for that, plus the, the hosting fees, getting out of control.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I built all the tournament stuff on Zombie, and I'm like, i just got to copy and paste it all again on Grave. Let's just move everything to one site and be done.
0: Disco, Chuck says, Charles Ponzi only offered 50%. Why, why is this? Dang. Uh, in 45 days, DeFi was like, hold my beer. Yeah, De- right.
2: I swear it's the Lambo calculators back oh, when oh yeah ohm and time did the Lambo calculators people just got drunk on fifteen digit APRs oh it's unreal and then get mad
1: like only four point five percent like fuck you that's that's nothing go get four and a half percent anywhere in traditional finance yeah
0: <laughs> yeah four hundred percent a day
1: <laughs> Early. I was in
2: a I was in a, a time fork called rug. That was getting five. No, it was nine percent a rebase. Okay. That's the so irony nice. is they never rugged, <laughs> they just inflated everything, to nothingness. It inflated to nothing, but it didn't rug. But, you know, everything else did.
0: That's, That's insane.
2: insane. Yeah.
0: Uh, bubble water's coming at me. Uh, <laughs> Dylan, you want to give the Frozen Walrus uh, update?
1: Yeah, uh, we're still in phase two of the Walrus Anglers Club. Um, We just started a new promotion from Wonderful Destruction. One of our uh, Walrus Anglers Club members or one of the guys that work there. um, He is actually a miner from way back and he has six ASIC miners that are mining uh, Bitcoin at all times. Uh, he'll be donating 420 terahash a second from his Bitcoin miners, a full week's yield towards the winner. It's about .01 BTC or $170 at today's price. Um, if you mint now until the time is out, he's going to be doing this weekly. If you mint during that week uh, and when, he'll pick a random minter. And uh, you can either take the 0.01 BTC or you can triple the reward. Um, if you choose option two, there will be a second draw the following week to choose another NFT winner. Uh, so you could possibly triple it and then win the following week as well.
0: Oh, so, Is that like one of those like those TikTok trends or like double it and give it to someone else? Exactly. Yeah. But there's a chance. Have you seen the? They,
2: <laughs> so you're change. saying there's a chance. There's a
0: chance. <laughs> no, so like have you seen they're making fun of that now on TikToks? It's gone meta. And Austin's here so I can not here so I can talk about TikTok as much as I yeah, want. Yeah, you can. Uh, they started making fun of that trend by like getting their friends to just say to keep doubling it. So like it got up to like millions of dollars or like 500 hamburgers or double it and give it to someone else, you know. <laughs> <It's> like uh, <laughs> double it. <laughs> <coughs> Uh, uh, let's, it's only let's, a matter of time let's get to the news uh, speaking of SEC which we just talked about a little while Blah. ago Gary Gensler your favorite, your favorite person says the SEC is fine going after crypto with its current authority uh, as the new Congress prepares to work on uncertain crypto legislation next year the SEC chairman says his agency needs nothing apart from more money and more reach overseas like first of all, you're the United States. So what do you mean more yeah, rich overseas? Yeah, yeah, what's what's going on,
2: Gary? He's too big for his britches. There, mm. he's
1: been up... too big for his britches, and he doesn't do any of his fucking job besides pick on people that don't deserve it. I, I can't on, Dylan. stand that fucking hand. I can't stand it.
0: <laughs> I put this my... first just because I knew you'd go off.
2: Yeah, um, he, and he makes awful TikTok videos too. So he has so no TikTok And YouTube
0: videos. I got to see. It yeah,
2: I think, it was uh, TikTok, but every like video I've seen him like produce, it's it's been trash.
0: Yeah, I think the SEC does need more than money and more reach overseas. They need uh, like an actual direction on what what crypto is That right would, now. Uh, he's help. like he's basically saying he's like, I'm fine. Just shooting from the hip and just saying, bam, security. Security, you know, like I bet,
2: I bet if you cornered him and he was had to, he had to tell in description what is crypto. I bet it would be a laughable definition.
0: You put him in a room with Apple. See, (laughs) I'd pay per view (laughs) for that. Oh yeah, them talking back and forth about how to do whatever. We talked in the pre-show and nobody else could hear about Apple, and we'll talk about this in the NFT show more. But Apple blocked. Uh, NFT transfers from Coinbase wallet saying that Apple has the rights to the gas fees that are being charged to transfer NFTs. So, if you'd like to know how out of touch Apple is with with crypto, uh, there's That, that
2: that's mind boggling to me. I mean, like I said earlier, like Apple is basically saying, Let me tell you how I don't know anything about crypto without saying I don't know anything about crypto. Exactly. I think let's let's just claim the gas fees. Like, yeah, it's not full how it Columbus works.
0: The full Columbus in the gas fees. Oh like, yeah,
2: like we just landed here. It's mine.
0: It's my gas fees. It's Like what? <laughs> it's I, I don't probably know think who... it's actual gasoline. Like some dude has to drive a USB stick over, and, and the gas fee is is how much gas it costs.
1: I am starting to think we Tim probably Cook do. is just tired. Uh, of running apple and he is tired of producing products and i think he's doing everything he can to uh to ruin apple because i mean everything out of apple the last year has been anti-consumer has been you know anti little small business um, what were we talking about the last time? It was 30% of NFT royalties on yeah. the marketplace. I mean, who who does he so think apps, he is?
0: Yeah, apps in the App Store will be able to sell NFTs, which is probably why they're going after Coinbase Wallet. Um, right. But they want, uh, from the App Store NFTs, they want 30% royalties. That's before any like creator royalties or protocol royalties or artist royalties or anything like that. That's like thirty percent right off your profit.
2: Oh, it's that's never going to work. And I think Apple knows that. Uh, to be honest, I think this is just to get the whole thing out into the news. Yes. And then to tr- and then to try something because they that it's just one hundred percent wholly unsustainable. Like that's yeah, just never going to work. I mean, even the thirty percent on like you know app transactions and stuff is little steep you know but yeah
0: and I think it turns out that that's their yeah their their standard fee for any like transaction with apps is like they take 30 percent so like they must have made a killing on candy crush hundred like, percent they did you you hear about all those people think... like spent their life savings on extra candy crush lives.
2: I remember Pokemon Go. People were buying like the potions and the Pokeballs like crazy. Like they had to be making bank on that.
1: Fuck, I still play Pokemon Go. I was going to pull it up, but. uh, Do you
0: do do microtransactions?
1: No, no, hell no. Not on that game anymore. Pokemon gets enough of my fucking money.
0: Uh, Well, apparently Apple was getting it. Pokemon wasn't. Hmm. Um. That is true. So I guess, and and this is my chance to get a bit spicy, uh, attackers are using Telegram to target with wealthy crypto funds. Um, So basically, like once again, hackers are not hackers, but I guess they are. They're technically hacking. Um, But they're sending out files in Telegram chats, and people are downloading them and getting their shit stolen. Uh, CZ tweeted about it. He said, don't download files. Compromised friends may send weaponized Excel files with the name exchange fee comparison. XLS, contains Melissa's code, backdoors, blah, blah, blah. There goes your money. I hate Telegram. I hate Telegram so much. I do too. There's no need for that to exist.
2: Yeah, I hate the way, because, you know, I I do talk to a few people on Telegram, and I'm in a few groups in there, but it's just noise. It's just,
0: yeah, there's no organization. It's just, it's like like a
2: discord with only general chat. It's, it's miserable.
0: What's that scene? That scene in Anchorman, you know, where they're all shouting and then Steve Carell goes like, I don't know what we're yelling about. (laughs) Like it's, it's it's, exactly like that. And then like you, there's also like people can add you to groups. Like you don't go into them. People just add you to them. And I understand, like, there's probably a setting, but why is that a thing? Like, why does some rando need to ever need to add me to their scam group?
2: It's so bad in Telegram that they know it, because when you get invited to a new group, the the banner at the top says, you can report this as spam and leave. So, like, Telegram is admitting they know this is a problem, and all they're doing is saying, oh, there's a little button at the top if you just want to leave the groups you were, you know spam joined basically but
0: yeah but it's got nice stickers though i'll give them that do they do they are they better than my emojis the stickers
2: and And some of the bots and stuff in telegram i like i feel like they're a little bit more intuitive than you know some of the discord bots Mm -hmm. um but other than that it's hard to sift through the noise
0: Yeah, and to wrap up this shit sandwich uh telegram sucks stop you fuck you telegram Here, See here. what I did there? Because normally you're supposed to do the compliment sandwich, where you do a compliment, a criticism, and then a compliment. You know, but right. we did the shit, the compliments, and then ended with the shit, so that people know the telegram is in fact shit.
2: You got to bite through the good stuff or the bad stuff to get to the good stuff. <laughs>
0: That's right, <laughs> and it's it's a two to one ratio of good to bad or bad to good.
2: Uh,
0: the sushi swap getting a little hot water with their treasury uh their chief uh financial person says that the Dex only has 1.5 years of treasury runway left uh and then ceo jared gray we made the reduction possible by renegotiating infrastructure contracts scaling back underperforming or superfluous dependencies and instituting a budget freeze on non-critical personnel and infrastructure Basically, SushiSwap is, like, running out of tokens. Um, That's the gist of it.
2: Yeah, um, the first thing I think, like, hearing something like that is, like, who has used SushiSwap in the last year? Not me. Yeah. Right. I mean, I I, I don't know what their, quote-unquote, treasury needs are. You know, I mean it's basically a fork of uni swap it's not doing anything unique or different uh compared to something like you know trader joe or you know what you guys are trying to do with uh glacier um i mean once the contracts are done on sushi swap you know what else are they trying to innovate you know i, I could be There's totally wrong left. there
1: no i mean yeah. it, it's it's nothing crazy i mean it's just another dex but a lot of people they like for me trader joe was my first decks so guess where i do most of my trades trader, trader, joe. Joe. trader joe so it's just one of those things sushi swap was popular there for a minute and then it became a lot of people's only decks uh and if it's not on sushi swap i doubt they tried too hard outside of su- for me uh i mean i'm not like you know i'm I'm in crypto every day but i also have my habits you know
2: oh for sure yeah
0: I stuck on Pancake Swap for a long time because that was my first Dex. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, I can't buy it on Pancake. I don't know what to do. <laughs> so, Uniswap, like,
2: I just Uniswap was mine in summer of 2020, and that was the wild, wild west. I mean, you could... There there was a point to where you could buy a hot dog token, and someone on Twitter was talking about it, and it was just going Lambo for no reason. I mean, you could just hop in and out of whatever new at the time and hop out and get minimum 50%. It was it was nasty. But at the yeah. same time, like 9 out of 10 were rugs, so it was just literally Russian roulette on what tokens were coming out that day.
0: You lose 9 and break even on the 10th. Hey, as
2: Money, long as it 10x, right? You know, and you're doing all right.
0: Money's a flat circle in crypto, I swear to God. Because even... uh Abraham there, right? He got lost his money. The guy who, who? hacked Mango, the, the exploit, the Mango exploit guy.
1: He lost his money.
0: He got he got oh yeah that's kicked right. in by Ave. Uh I'll see if I can find it. You talk about what your favorite dinner is or something.
1: I had Mexican today.
0: I had tacos yesterday.
1: We
2: had we had nachos. Nice. Yeah, homemade nachos it was really good. I usually go for a burrito. Uh, I opted
1: for a steak chimichanga. I have no regrets. Some of it's upstairs still. It was a lot of food. Well,
2: chimichanga Mango's, is the way to go.
0: Yeah, Mango. it
1: was delicious. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> no more burrito talk. Chimichanga right, talk.
0: I found it. <laughs> uh, Mango Exploiter's funds got liquidated after uh, using 20 million to borrow GERV tokens. So basically they they found his thing and they were able to do some market manipulation to get his position liquidated.
2: That guy is one of the most arrogant people in the crypto space. Like Yeah,
0: he he threatened Ave right before. He was like Ave's got a weakness and I'm going to come
2: after it. And there's, there's just something about his smile too in his profile picture. It's just sinister.
0: Well, yeah, and then you exploit, you know, 30 million away from Mango and then Docs herself like something yeah he, something he thought he stuff. was hot shit yeah mm-hmm.
2: so I'm glad the karma's coming back
0: karma always
1: gonna get you
2: mm-hmm.
1: no not all the time but when it does man it feels good there's a lot right. of people that rugged out there that need karma and there's a lot of people that help steal money from people that you know could use uh, some bad karma their way. but oh, uh,
2: And th- that's happening a lot. Like, people were, some of these scammers and stuff were so happy with the FTX stuff. They're like, hey, here's a guy who was worse than me. So get the attention right. off of me now. Like, you know, some of these really nasty YouTube shillers and stuff were just getting rich off ref fees and, you know, dumping on retail and stuff. And they're like, oh, look, SBF.
1: Mm-hmm. He's the real like criminal, it makes it all, in it. right? It makes and he it is,
2: better. but you know, it's like oh, I'm bad, but this guy's worse, so that cancels me out,
1: and that, thats their it, way of thinking. And that's like, not true. That's not no, how it
2: works. It, it don't work like that, homie.
0: Absolutely not. Uh, Ritalik came out recently talking about how he's excited for Ethereum's future. Uh, he said that. Money, blockchain identities, DeFi, decentral DAOs, uh, and hybrid applications are the top developments he's excited about in the Ethereum ecosystem. Um, he didn't mention anything about the, the V2 changeover, though, huh? I fucking
1: hate Vitalik. Yeah. Is that a bad opinion? I don't know. I mean,
0: it's, it's your opinion. I don't really have a, a, I mean, a strong he's... opinion one way or another.
2: I guess you could kind of kind of call him the father of DeFi. I guess yeah, the smart contracts and stuff. But yes, in terms of like day to day like direction and business at Ethereum, uh, I think he's a a blip on the radar. I mean, the the real people, the real people out there, you know, quote unquote, working on Ethereum and stuff, are the people you know cranking out the smart contracts and you know leading communities and stuff but i mean yeah i mean there there was no mention of the v2 swap you know going from uh, proof of work to proof of stake you know you would think he would still be talking about that but it's it's almost like it happened and nobody talked about it He was like oh okay well, let's just move on like
1: i think he is hyper intelligent and his work in defi like you said. Um, is second to none i just think he's i don't like him i just don't like guy. well
2: All there's right. and there's people like the you know andre cronye on like phantom you know crazy good developer and stuff it just there's there certain types of people in my opinion that they just don't do good with the public they're not good speakers they're not good communicators right haters and you know that stuff shows with people like Vitalik and stuff.
0: Right. Yes. Yeah. And I think it's like, they're so focused on Sergey the... with the uh, link.
1: You know, he sucks at speaking every time I've watched him talk. It makes me put me, it puts me to
2: sleep, but yeah. you, you, you know, gotta have some, some people in the, on the stage to help get your message across with some fanfare. <laughs> Disco Chuck
1: said he's got a dick on him, so I assume he's talking about the Vitalik picture where he's like half chubbed. I don't know if you guys oh, seen yeah. it or not.
0: I have not seen that. I'm not <laughs> Googling it
2: either. The sport in a chubby?
1: Picture. Yeah. So, I mean, when, you, when you're when you hung like that, you don't really have to talk well. You know You, you know what? Hang. Some
0: of that could be because he's like 80 pounds.
1: Also mm-hmm. true. Like the a, strong,
2: a strong wind could take him out, you yeah. know.
1: The Pete Davidson look, man. That's what the girls are going for.
0: All right. So, all right. All right this is for you, Dylan. Uh, Vitalik and Gary Gensler are in a room and you got to pick, you know, one to fight. You know, who do you hate more? Who's going to die?
1: Uh, Gensler. hundred percent. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going now. I'm not going <laughs> to talk about what I'm going to do to him because I'm pretty sure that's a <gasps> felony. <but laughs> it's like why? You trying to trap me?
0: Open threats yeah. in front of one other person in disco. Yeah. <laughs> and but I will not just cut to, that. For, one
2: haymaker, would be done with it.
0: <laughs>
2: one, yeah, I, w- I would one hundred
0: percent. There's not a lot of people that I could take. Yeah, there's not a lot of people that I could take in a fight, like guaranteed. But Gary looks like one of them.
2: I think if you just raise your voice, Gary would just kind of
0: shrivel up. Yeah, hate <laughs> you with one of
2: those. <laughs> Cower in <the> corner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah, just do the uh, the.
2: the <coughs> yeah, puff your chest out real quick. Yeah, oh, the... he'll, he'll be done.
1: Vitalik's <laughs> probably taking some kind of crazy ancient Chinese Taekwondo or something. You know, mm-hmm. he's one yeah. of those oh, guys. He, he
2: probably wouldn't even blink. He's probably like no. Mark Zuckerberg, who like never blinks, like when he's on camera. It's real freaky. Mm.
0: We're gonna have to do some kind of crypto celebrity fight club.
2: I'd watch that. That'd be fun.
0: Maybe we'll just talk about it in the show every week, Then people can listen to us talk about Crypto Celebrity Fight Club.
2: <laughs> we need we need to have like a little bracket, you know? Like yeah, a bracket. That's what I'm talking vote, about. People vote. People vote. You know, and have like Betting. you know SBF versus uh, you know Abraham Eisenberg or whatever, and just get the votes and see who makes it to the end of the final match.
0: Oh, man, do you remember Celebrity Deathmatch on MTV?
2: Yeah, it's like guys. yeah, the claymation and stuff. Yeah, yeah. that's what, what we need. need. So, someone needs to do that.
0: I'll tell LB. I know he's got tons of dev money floating around. I'll be like LB. Listen, I got an idea. We're gonna we're gonna pay a claymation studio to make a bunch of celebrity <laughs> deathmatch crypto videos, and we'll hey, love. I can
1: make it in AI.
2: Oh, and then turn it into a betting site. You mm-hmm. Bet. Oh, uh, who's gonna win?
0: Yeah, and then you just have the the liquid odds, just like Vegas, you know, where if more people bet on one, then the 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 odds go up on the other side. Yeah, keep people bet.
2: keep the keep the sides fifty fifty and take like a ten percent juice or whatever for the house. Mm-hmm. Everyone wins. This is and this it, is
0: DeFi though, so we take ninety percent
1: rake.
2: And in case yeah. you're
1: wondering, this is how protocols are made
0: right here this is where the innovation happens on Walrus Radio. oh i've
2: already got the smart contract written it's ready to deploy it's done let's do it
0: and what's it, what's the Copy iron base. maiden fan token that's what the the, pro- the protocol's called
2: iron maiden fan token sonic Enu, doge obama obama, get get the obama. obama
0: there. yeah <laughs> and there's been two presidents too so you need trump and biden sure. obama trump biden anyway
2: You got to throw in like a president that was never elected in there too. Like um, what's the Ralph Nader, like Ralph Nader or something like that.
0: John Kerry. Oh, remember
2: that? Remember that guy,
0: man, if crypto was around, when John Kerry was in his heyday. (laughs) That would have been been times. times. Uh,
1: What's the other, what's the guy from Utah? The uh, Mormon.
0: Oh, Mitt Romney. uh, Romney. Romney. Yeah, Yeah. that would have been, you know, he, did you hear about the dog on his car? On,
2: oh, didn't yeah. he like strap it to the hood or yeah. something on a road he trip?
0: On, he went on a road trip and he he put his dog in a crate, like strapped to the roof of his car, and it, like the dog obviously and went down the highway with it. The dog obviously freaked out and like shit everywhere, and he had to like <laughs> hose it down.
2: I, I like, remember that and like because he was he, he was asked that like on the campaign trail and he kind of blew it off.
0: He anyway. said, "Yeah, he said the dog likes it." As he hoses yeah. the, the the fear shit off of his dog.
2: Yeah, it's shaking uncontrollably. Yeah, it loves it. Yeah,
0: he loves it. Look at him; he's having a good time. <laughs>
2: Man of the people, right there.
0: Those crazy Mormons. Uh... <laughs> so I'm bringing both my wives in the car. or so the has got to go on the roof. Um, don't cancel me. Uh, Only two. You
2: yeah, gotta pump one. those numbers up. Yeah. Can't
1: strap the, one of them up there. Then they'll get real pissy. The dog's got to go.
0: <laughs> he likes it. It's fine. He likes it up. There. It's not even the bed of a truck either. It's like, <laughs> like the roof of like a sedan. I'm
1: imagining like a Ford Windstar, like minivan, with a fucking uh, German with Shepherd.
2: Like wood panels for sure. Yes. Yes. Abs. Absolutely.
0: 1983 family vacation 12 hours with his dog on the roof oh
2: 1983 <laughs> 1983 it definitely had wood panels <coughs>
0: uh and the the carrier had a windshield
2: equipped to it
0: uh well
2: wow, he went out of his way to put a windshield on it i mean
1: yeah i mean at this point he's a nice guy <laughs> mitt romney 2024 you just so know he'll run
0: again. Seamus oh my God. dog. Seamus? He had a dog named Seamus? Seamus. It's Seamus, I uh, assure you. S-E-A-M-U-S? Seamus.
2: That's, oh, well. Seamus, yeah, that sounds way better than Seamus.
0: Um, poor Seamus. This, this Wikipedia article is too well done, and I'm not reading all of it. <laughs> um. Yeah, Trader Joe. Uh Going cross-chain, uh, partnering with Arbitrum to go to ETH. So, Dylan, you can finally trade on ETH with your favorite Dex, Trader Joe. Um, despite the whoop new multi-chain whoop. vision, Trader Joe team confirmed that the true home and top priority for all growth efforts will continue to be on AVAX.
1: I agree with it. That's a that's a good move. I mean, there's no reason not to be going cross-chain if you're able to, Um you're always right. gonna have your home chain, you know?
0: Yep. Yeah. And if Sushi Swap's gonna go the way of the dodo. Yep. If they don't make a sashimi swap layer two decks. Uh...
2: Uh, I mean they may they may yellow the rest of the treasury and do something crazy like that. But uh I think Arbitrum's a good move for Trader Joe and I don't know if you guys have paid attention much to their, their new V two liquidity book, but that one is super interesting. So basically, uh, they they're opening some new pools uh, on V2 on ABAX. and they're calling it liquidity book. And basically, you get to like pick what's called your liquidity shape. So, and there's a big brain guy like they did, they made this strategy guide. I can post you guys a link later, but basically, when you add liquidity, you can pick a liquidity shape, and you capture fees based on what strategy you did. Kind of similar to Uniswap V3 where your fees are not going into the LP. You actually have to claim them. But they're doing like surge pricing as well with the fees. So it's actually like cheaper right now because like your typical DEX fee is 0.3%. Uh, and on the AVAX USDC right now it's 0. 02 And then if the price surges, then it surges up like past 0.3%. So like LP, people in LP can capture a lot of, a lot of fees that way.
0: That's pretty sweet. I was a little glazed over there. <laughs> I
2: mean, I was looking at the docs earlier and I was like, I don't fully, cause it was showing the math of how it works. I'm like, this is like some quantum physics right here. But I did find a, I did find a website that was basically like, what is your strategy this is what liquidity shape you should choose. Like if you want passive LP, I, I think it's like max spot and there's one that has like a bid ask. And it's like, this is the risky one. Like if, if you want the maximum amount, amount of fees, but highest risk of impermanent loss, do this one. But the pairs yeah, even show up. Yeah. The, the pairs even show up different on like deck Screener. like it shows like the market depth and stuff. Of, like, a order book on a deck or a, a sex, you know, right? It's pretty wild,
1: and that's on I think that,
2: Arbitrum, uh, it's on AVAX currently, but I, I assume they're going to bring that to uh, Arbitrum as well. Yeah, if you go to like Trader Joe and look at the pool page, there's like a little V2 tab, and you can just see them there, but i to right now. I think the like the APR on AVAX USDC and V2 like just the APR on like fees alone is like over a hundred percent. It's like you're not farming reward tokens or anything; like you're just getting fees from the AVAX USDC swap, and that's over a hundred percent APR, which is that's wild. A,
0: that's a lot, but yeah. Just from staking that's, that's AVAX crazy. on Trader Joe.
2: Not even staking; just having the uh, just creating LP, just holding the Jeez. LP in your wallet.
0: Yeah, that's usually like, excuse me, like one percent a year. Yeah, it's
2: it's. I think AVAC the the old pair of you know normal Trader Joe Avax USDC was like eight or nine percent APR on fees, which is still damn good. That's great. But even like triple digit, just holding LP, and and I want to say they're going to start like Joe Farms for the V2 thing soon. So, yeah, the Avax US.
1: DC is already at eighty. Sorry, at eighty percent.
2: Yeah, I think it's only like a week old. Um, It's kind of a quiet launch, to be honest. I haven't heard a lot of people. I asked in a few discords, like, has anyone checked out Trader Joe V two yet, and like crickets. So (laughs) I did. I did make a small amount of LP just to kind of watch like what it does, because you know. It's kind of wild like you get to pick your liquidity shape. Hell,
1: the BTCB USDC is at uh, 33% APR.
2: That's crazy. And on a BTC pair, I mean... Yeah. And you get to manually claim your fees, too, which is that part's kind of a fork of uni v3 because i i've never provided liquidity for uni v3 but i think that's how that works we have to like manually claim your fees
0: yeah so you got a pool. i got it up i i bit the bullet and shared my browser tab (laughs) (laughs) hour and a half in i did what i was supposed to do an hour and a half ago (coughs) welcome uh yeah there it is apr 80 percent avax yusta
1: Imagine having Trader Joe up on fucking light mode. Dave, put your shit in dark. (laughs) Light
2: mode versus dark mode says a lot about a man.
0: No, it should be dark mode. (laughs) You psychopath. You know what it is, because I don't do a lot of trading on my desktop. I do it mostly on my phone, which is dark mode.
2: I mean, that almost triple digit APR on just the LP pair. I mean, unbelievable.
0: Five thousand fees and two and a half million volume, and you're getting eighty percent. Let's see the low volume ones here. BUSD/USDC, twenty k in volume. Oh, there's just probably there's like no liquidity. Yeah.
2: Thirty. Yeah, some of the some of the like stable pair, stable to stable LP pairs are not super high, but there's also no risk. So, so are
1: they compete? they're they're directly competing with Vector at this point then? Yeah. Because that's where I was farming. Mm-hmm.
2: So there's no farms for these currently, but I think um, one of the co founders I think Murloc, one of the Trader Joe founders, was kinda hinted at doing some V V two Joe farms, like, you know, getting some Joe coin to farm it. But at the same time, they were also saying, you know, Joe's 90% mended out, only 10% remaining. So, of the Joe token? Yeah.
1: I didn't so realize I mean, that.
2: So, if you think Trader Joe's going someplace, especially with going to Arbitrum, could be a good value play. Yeah. Accu- accumulation play for sure. Well, good for not them. Fin- not financial advice. Of course, that's why we I had say, that two
0: minute two minute intro where we talk about how important it is to not listen to us financially, and then we say "fuck CEOs." And yeah, there's one about meat prices, nine million dollar meat heist. We a good intro. It's a great intro. But, uh, Meat's getting expensive. That's it's what crazy. we talked about for four weeks straight. Yeah, it's, it's getting. And expensive. Now you're bringing me back in. How is meat where <laughs> you're at? like what's what
2: i was i was saying this earlier i think it was in the frozen walrus discord i was like the price of chicken wings has come down i mean they they publicly said this price of chicken wings has come down to pre pandemic levels but is anyone lowering the price of chicken wings nope
0: mm-hmm. no chicken wings they are fucking sure expensive they're like they the most expensive thing on any expensive. menu the only thing that has come down to pre pandemic levels is a family sized bag of doritos and that's the Dave's Doritos. Oh, you got to have that. But what flavor Doritos? What the flavor nacho. Doritos? The nacho. cheese. Oh, yeah.
1: Absolutely. I like spicy nacho
0: better. Mm, not a spicy person. I know you're well, not. Well, you know what? I like to eat a lot of Doritos. So, like, I like spicy, but I don't want it all the time.
2: They used to so have like, these salsa Doritos that were... Those were fire. The, the jam. Those were yes. awesome.
0: Um, I have to try those. Eggs, eggs. I don't think they make it. Oh, eggs are nuts. Red. Eggs are crazy right now. Eggs
1: are what comes out of a chicken's butt, not nuts. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Clip that yeah. one. That's a good nope. one.
0: <laughs> All right. What was this? What? hour
2: thirty two? Right. So yeah, Trader Joe B two. Check it out. It's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, but back to this egg thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a dozen eggs is like 5.9499 where i'm at. And if you want the 18 pack, you want to save a little money like buy bulk uh 18 pack with 7.99 at my local grocery store. Fucking forget about it.
2: It's crazy, my son ploughs through peanut butter sandwiches and the bread is killing us. Like
0: I guarantee it.
2: It used to be 2.99 for the the bread he likes, and it's it's gone up to 4.99. Loaf. God, outrageous.
0: You know what bread yeah. I had for the first time recently was Dave's Dave's Killer Bread?
2: That's good stuff.
0: That's like really good bread. Their I'll, bagels I are awesome too. Eat, I probably won't eat another type of bread.
2: If you like bagels, check out their the Dave Killer Bread bagels. Super good. I'm
0: going to get them. Right when I'm done with this diet, I'm going to... What the hell is that, Dylan, that you posted in the, the crypto chat with the Mitt Romney? It's Mitt Romney with uh, Seamus. In a forward wind star. Oh, my God.
2: Anyway. Oh, that is... That's epic right there. Hold on. Let me see. Hold on. And it almost doesn't look like Mitt Romney, but it you can't help but think... just like him. Hold on. Hold you on. can't help but think it is Mitt Romney. You know it's Mitt Romney.
0: Hold on. Did that work? Did we get it on the... Yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> it looks
1: like uh, Mitt Romney, like a, somebody wearing a Mitt Romney mask
2: they like a Halloween mask, like they're robbing a bank or something.
1: Poor Seamus, man. This is one of the few images of Seamus inside the van instead of on top.
0: (laughs) You know what's going to happen?
2: You know what's going to happen is like some like some young person is going to figure out like this happened to this dog 40 years ago. And they're going to be on Reddit and be like, today I learned Mitt Romney put a dog on top of a car. And like it's going to be front page news again.
1: Well, this is how I I didn't even know about it. I forgot about it. Well, now you know
0: again. Uh, We've gone pretty far off. Pretty far off the rails. (laughs) Uh, Let's get the dog back inside the car. Let's talk about Phantom, uh, which wants to cut token burn rate by (laughs) 75% to fund DAP rewards program. So Phantom, which has been on a tear lately, uh, is looking to add an affiliate program for DAP developers uh by giving them some of the network fees that were previously burned. To fund this venture, the community proposed slashing the the FTM token burn rate from twenty percent to five percent. And from what I've read, the devs are also on board with that. And basically they are if you abuse the system, they'll they'll just shut you off, they'll turn off the gas, they'll put you back on top of the car, they'll do it whatever they need to do to make sure you don't get your phantom. They'll put the you on the car
2: kid. and they'll turn the car around and they won't get you ice cream.
0: They'll make you shit yourself. They'll hose you down. <laughs> and when the cop asks, they'll say you like it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. The, the car jokes are too good.
1: So we actually gross. have a a friend uh, he was on last week who will be benefiting from this. Uh, I think this is the program they got invited into. Uh, Magic is uh, they're going to start receiving I'll just read the uh official announcement, but they ha they were in talks with the Phantom Foundation. I don't want to say anything I shouldn't say, so let me read the announcement here uh let's see here yeah, they're getting ready to be yep the quadratic funding initiative is that what this is?
0: Don't ask me I bet <laughs> it is
1: so magic will actually be a part of this so. That's crazy. I believe you're
2: right. Yeah. I yeah. I saw it in their Discord that they were getting some uh, some funding for that, which is honestly sick move by Phantom. Yes. Uh, Disco kind of Sets really, really, really smart. Really, really, really smart. And Avax kind of needs to do something similar. But see, the problem with like Avax is now that Andre's back, and Andre's basically the face of Phantom. Like everyone thinks associates phantom with uh andre you really don't have that face with avax anymore like it used to be like daniel Sesti, you know with mem and all that and abracadabra and time but who's it going to be now so disco is saying
0: that those are separate things so uh oh is that uh, separate yeah i guess they're. i mean it's good for magic either way because i mean magic is doing a ton on the uh, on Phantom, oh, We're, thank you, Rio Dons for the sub. There, we got a sub. We got two subs, Disco and two Rio. Subs? Yeah, people thanks, like, guys. People don't like the intermittent ads, so they just they just drop subs on us.
2: Make it rain oh, yeah. with the subs. That's
0: right. We have a hundred percent sub rate of viewers right now.
2: World record. And I love twisting the data. Like, <laughs> like well, I, you can you can take I, any like, data point and make it positive. Yeah, you, know, you just like, gotta spin it we around a little bit.
0: We were eleventh in the business category in podcasts, uh, in the country of Turkey, for a couple weeks. How about that? Eleventh place like, in business podcasts. We like to we think po- it was about the uh, meat I think, talk. He, I think
2: he said, "Catch the smoke." You know, <laughs> we're all
0: about we're all about some turkey. I made a tweet about it and everything. And I made a graphic for the tweet to make it more legit. I mean, it was, it was a good tweet, a good time.
2: Yeah, it, it's a super slick move by Phantom uh, to do something like that. And other chains would be smart to do something similar. You know, if uh, AVAX Labs can figure out how to get something similar going for Avalanche, uh, everyone wins. More users on the chain everyone benefits.
1: Agreed. I, I wish... Uh, well, I, AVAX actually does do things like that. Um, they're just a lot harder to get a hold of than Phantom is. Uh, Phantom's a really nice chain. Like, It feels like investors built Phantom, almost, you know?
0: Yeah, they're hard to get it's, in touch it's with. It's definitely a different vibe.
2: Yeah, You
0: send them an email and you get ghosted.
2: Yeah, I've heard like even with like Trader Joe and stuff um, and trying to get a hold of them to get stuff
0: oh Trader Joe yeah I've heard there
2: yeah I, possible I, I, there was another podcast I can't remember what it, what it was but I think it was one of the guys from grape was uh at a conference and like the guys from Trader Joe were there like he couldn't even get a hold of them there Steve yeah the mod
0: father who also yes, works uh, on walrus radio crypto.
2: Yeah, that was it. Now I I remember that story, and he was like, they were just so difficult to get a hold of. But you would think you'd be more available, you know, for yeah. stuff like that. But I don't know.
0: I think like when these some these people projects, are weird these projects and everything gets big, and like obviously Avax isn't really a project, but ooh, like once it gets big, they just like I feel like they don't want to talk to anybody.
2: Yeah, it's like almost like, oh, like us reaching out to you feels like we're desperate. And it's like well, oh, desperate.
0: and then you reach out to them and you're like Bleh. well, if you're
2: reaching out <laughs> to us, you're not worthy. They'll but, never they'll never work right? in this town again. <laughs> <laughs> never work on this uh, blockchain again.
0: Uh, yeah. They'll send out the hits, they'll uh they'll slow down your gas transactions and all that. Uh, God, that would least. be a
2: great conspiracy theory. Like, wallets are getting blacklisted and they're getting put on the slow track.
0: Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, I can't do nothing.
2: <coughs>
0: Avax is shutting down my wallet. What is it? Phantom you... ban or shadow Band? Yeah, my wallet's been shadow banned by Avax. Shadow
2: Band. yeah. You know some tinfoil conspiracy theorist is already typing this up right now. And mm-hmm. some long-winded tweet. Usually, it's me.
0: <laughs> yeah, you've been you've been going hard after Elon Musk, trying to get him to add a clown emoji next to the heart. He will respond. I put in some support with my with our heavy clout on our, our Twitter page. Who you follow will. is at Walrus Radio. He will respond to me.
2: I bet he will eventually. Keep going. I'm I believe I'll
0: take I'll take the under on that one. I bet he's not gonna respond. But that's just because I, I need bet. a win. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> uh this is just kind of a fun one. Uh metaverse is happening without Meta's permission. Um good. the metaverse, a term from long before Facebook existed, is happening. Uh its potential and draw are found in existing places, games like Fortnite, platforms like Roblox. In online hubs like Discord, no mention of Telegram here, uh, there will be no launch of the metaverse, no switch that turns it on. You've been experiencing parts of it. Whether you've realized it or not, and more and more of your real-world identity has blended into your digital one. IRL to URL and back again. Uh, yeah, I just thought it was funny that like Zuckerberg basically tried to like call himself Q-tips like, after everyone was already calling him Q-tips. Right. <laughs> Make it his thing.
2: Like so, I, I was calling myself that before you guys did. I'm way cooler than you.
0: Mm. We're doing the metaverse.
2: Yeah, it, I don't know how I feel about the metaverse thing. Like I'm all about technology and stuff like that, but it, the metaverse just still feels like someone made a game on like GeoCities. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's this just, isn't it's exciting. Not,
0: yeah, it needs, I mean, it needs some stuff to happen before it's. It's
2: getting there. It's getting there, but it's currently. It's just I don't get the hype. It's
1: it. uh, it'll it'll get there. I truly believe that. I think uh, I think it's very early. Um, whatever the fuck Zuckerberg has been producing, it's not uh, it's that. Not, it's, totally it's not going to be yeah. that. Nah. It's going to be something like RuneScape or World of Warcraft that goes full VR, something we're already familiar with, something that we can actually dive into, something, something we've already inter- right, something yeah. we've already interacted with that we can dive into and be a part of.
0: And exactly. it, like it can't be VR experience where you want to feel like to you have to throw up after 30 minutes. Right? Like right. Zach was pitching this like go to work in VR. I'm like I would die. And I have a desk job and I would still because
2: ever have you guys ever seen the video uh, on YouTube? It was like Metaverse Alpha with Mark Zuckerberg. And mm-hmm. it's it's, yeah. a, it's a total joke, but yeah, look it up sometime. But he basically, like you enter the Metaverse and he's like aggressively offering you Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue sauce like over I and over. I did see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you don't accept it, you die. <laughs> oh my God. It's so good. Your VR
0: headset shocks you.
2: Yeah, it just explodes. It's over. I'm a
0: little sad that Google Glass never took off.
1: Me too, man. That was I cool thought that fuck. was
0: cool as fuck. Like you had a little camera in it, and like it would like you know basically do like this mini AR of like walking directions or GPS directions. And yeah, it would
2: basically tell you info about everything you saw. It, it was pretty yeah. slick.
0: Quite wow. It actually
2: looked cool too. It wasn't like this overbearing apparatus. It just looked like some sleek glasses. Yeah. But, yeah. Google's really bad about killing off good stuff.
1: Yeah. Yes. They're
2: well, really augmented reality...
1: I, I think we'll we'll do more augmented reality before we do more virtual reality. I think augmented reality will be the meta, so to speak, uh, for a long time. And because yeah. being able to wear glasses... Like, you can see it in Tesla cars and other cars right now. Like, the heads-up displays that are in the glass and stuff. Yep. I, I, I think yeah, they are. I think that'll be the future before we ever do full VR. Um we have to conquer augmented
0: reality first. And and like yeah. honestly, AR is more valuable in day to day life,
2: I think. Yes. Than... Yeah. We gotta crawl before we walk. Yeah, we're going straight to VR is just skipping a lot of logical steps.
0: Going straight to brain chips <laughs> is also skipping some steps. I won't be
1: getting Elon a brain yeah. chip. Elon Musk there with
0: the
2: we, we can't even get cars to self-drive themselves. Yeah, let, let's... We need to slow down a little bit.
1: I think there will be a place for brain chips in the very far future. Uh, we're a long way away from it, but somebody's got to be the pioneer.
0: Yeah, Google Glass was, was OP, Disco Chuck says. It was. It was fucking crazy. Too good for its time. Uh, this is a handy thing to know with uh, 23 days left in the tax season. If you're Dylan, you don't have to listen to this because I know you don't do crypto taxes or taxes at all or whatever. Uh, but CoinLedger released an NFT loss harvester. <laughs> uh, so basically, it's a free service released by CoinLedger, it's a smart contract deployed on Ethereum mainnet. And it will purchase your NFT for 0, zero 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 one ETH, even if the NFT. Well, of course it has no liquidity because that's the whole point of an NFT. So basically, it allows you to claim your your losses, right? Because you can't claim your your loss on your NFT unless you sell it. But if it's a rugged NFT project, no one's going to buy it, right. right? So this is basically a nice tool to let you uh, claim your your capital losses on your NFTs.
1: That is very nice. I actually have Coin Ledger, uh, from I think that's what I have from Coinbase. Uh one of those services. I have Coin
0: for, uh, Coin Tracker is what I That that's have. what I
1: have. Okay. Well that's very cool, Coin Ledger. I might have to look into that and trade some. All my them.
0: NFTs are prime as fuck. They're all <laughs> worth it. No, like can you imagine like imagine though if any of these like NFTs like someone you know some people are gonna be claiming losses on NFTs that end up being worth something. Oh
2: yeah, hundred oh, percent. Coin
0: ledgers, yeah. like they're 100%. like, oh man, I'm gonna like, I'm just gonna claim my loss on my ape, you know.
2: I've got a, I've got a massive wallet of shame in my hidden list on OpenSea. <laughs> can you, can you tweet nasty
0: some of your OpenSea shame? I don't
2: know. I'd like to see. Yeah, one. let Yeah, let me look here. Um, there's, there's some bad ones. Uh, they're pretty bad. Got
0: I, got. I got some rock game rocks uh, what else I, got? I got some universe planets
1: oh yeah I got universes
0: i got I got, I got a universe.
2: universe everyone's got a universe yeah I thought that was a really really cool project it was a, everybody Man. says
1: that it was the coolest project
0: it was fun dude it was great oh i uh I have a buddy Frank uh who is not into crypto at all. And, and he hates crypto. I mean, it's a hate it, but like basically, you know, he, he doesn't do crypto. Um, it's not for him. And like, I made him get a wallet, like, I had him set up with it, and I sent him a, a planet. So he, his own, one and only NFT that he's ever owned is, is that stupid rugged universe planet. Oh, man. So, oh, all right. I burned
1: all I've,
2: my- I've, I've got my- a. a... It's called the collection. Is called uh, uh, fast food baby punks. What was and the utility I, there? Uh, uh, <laughs> trying to flip <laughs> it for more money. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just it. a pixelated little baby thing with a McDonald's hat. That's it. And I paid for this.
0: Paid too much.
2: Oh, I let's see. Point oh four ETH, which is not, not horrible, but it's more than zero, so it was a bad decision.
0: Is your sound sounding weird to anyone else? Hello, Chi. Uh, I'm.
1: i sounding sound good. All
0: choppy to you.
1: There he goes. Now he's back.
2: I'm good. Okay, I'm back. Cool.
0: What? Good.
1: Okay.
2: Uh,
1: I even tried to sell it have for, for a full <laughs> <laughs> just load it up see what happens
2: yeah let's, let's go for the, the moon here and just go back down to zero
0: yeah well get on get on the, the NFT loss harvest steward is, is the name of the tool and you can I'll have to check that out in before December 31st you do have to do it I think yeah there was a Jesse Eccle video he was talking about it you have to obviously get all your your capital losses claimed in by the new year before the new year Uh, yeah, no mailbag this week. Let us, uh, let us down. Uh, let us, let us down. And there was no Twitter contest this week because I've been slacking. Uh, so yeah, maybe we'll, we'll give an NFT away to the grave, grave finance people. And I will DM you some kind of way to set that up. Um, we
2: would enjoy that. Thank you.
0: And, yeah, special thank you for coming out. I and mean, it was last minute. We had one guest basically go to the Phantom Network on us, uh, Ghost to Me. And you popped in, I think, what, four hours before we were going to record? So, so
2: hey, I I was glad...
0: we didn't even give him a time. He was ready to go.
2: I was. Yeah, I was like, hell yeah. What time are we doing this? So, so yeah, I appreciate uh, the invite. Yep. I enjoyed it,
0: of course, man. Thank you for coming on at short notice. Yeah, we'll sure we'll be sure to have you back at some point. Uh, probably gonna do some kind of pre-holiday Christmas show where we just have a bunch of people come in and we shoot the shit. And yeah, uh, cool. I'll be there. And be sure to tune in later this week for the weekly macro show and. You can send show and special guest ideas to wlsradioinfo at gmail.com. And if you'd like to purchase ad space or sponsor a show, you can send inquiries to wlsradioinfo at gmail.com. And with that, we are, excuse me, bubble water. uh, Out of here. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, Thanks, guys. guys.
1: Have a good night.